Hi guys, welcome back to Anything Goes. I'm Emma Chamberlain, your host. You're listening to Anything Goes. This is Emma Chamberlain, your host. <laughs> How was that? How was that intro? Do we like it? Okay, I don't know. Anyway, welcome back to Anything Goes. I'm Emma Chamberlain, your bestie. How many times do I need to say that before we just get started? I'll wait. Anyway, I'm the only one here um, talking. So let's just get started. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Purina. As the owner of two cats, I totally understand the healing power of pets, and so does Purina, which is why they're addressing the youth mental health crisis by making pet therapy more accessible. Research shows that pet therapy can help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, as well as boost self-confidence. So to help ensure there's a therapy dog available for any kid who needs it, Purina is helping get more certified, starting with their employees' pets. To learn more, visit purina.com slash mental health. And let's just stop with all the fun and games. I know I had my fun, but it's time to get started. Um... Let's just get right into the meat of this episode. I want to talk about my fashion philosophy because it's changed a lot over the years. And I feel like recently I have a new approach to fashion, a new approach to style and a new approach to just the concept of clothing in general. And I want to share it because I feel like I had an awakening and I want to share this philosophy because I feel like it's a great way to look at clothes and look at fashion in a way that's a lot more approachable and exciting and creative. And I just am excited to tell you about it. Now, before I begin, I want to kind of talk about how I've looked at style throughout the years. I know up until about I was five or so, I was obsessed with all things glitter, all things jewelry, all things pink, all things colorful, all things tutus, all things ballerina, like all of that. I was obsessed with it. Like I would wear little tiaras around the house. I'd wear little ballerina skirts around the house. Like I loved dressing up. Um, I loved wearing like dresses and like all this extreme stuff. I like loved it. And then I kind of grew out of that in elementary school because I just didn't care anymore. Um, I didn't really think about clothes at all in elementary school. I know that I was still picky. Like you best believe my mom or dad wasn't dressing me. I was dressing myself, but I was picky, but I wasn't into it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when I was really young, I was really into it. And then I just stopped caring in elementary school as much. It was more about functionality. It was more about comfort and less about me feeling glamorous, I guess. Um, and then in middle school, I went straight to wanting to fit in. So basically my style became whatever the most popular girl in school was wearing, which at the time meant a lot of Lululemon leggings, a lot of Ugg boots, a lot of skinny jeans, a lot of little graphic tees, um, a lot of that, a lot of vans, a lot of, did I say Ugg boots already? A lot of Ugg boots. Um, not very interesting. I mean, nothing like particularly interesting. I wouldn't say that my style in 
middle school was even necessarily style. I mean, I guess it technically is style, but it was like, it was very much just copying what everybody else was doing to a point where I feel like I wasn't being stylish because I was just wearing like skinny jeans and a t-shirt or leggings and a sweatshirt from brands that everybody else was wearing. Like I wasn't doing anything unique. I wasn't doing anything different. Um, But I guess in a way that is still style and I was actually copying the style of other girls that I admired in my grade. So I guess technically I was copying their style. Um, Then in high school, I didn't really have things figured out when it came to style. I was still kind of copying everybody up until the beginning of junior year, which is also when I graduated high school early. Up until about me graduating, I still really didn't have it figured out necessarily. I was kind of copying again what everybody else was doing. It was a similar style to what I was wearing in middle school, to be honest. It was a lot of leggings and, you know, Vans, Converse, Ugg boots, you know, kind of boring tops, very like generic. Everything was very generic, which is totally fine. But it was just that I was copying everybody. I had no style identity whatsoever by myself. Um, But then in the beginning of junior year, I started making, I was making YouTube videos at that point and I was just on the internet a lot more and I started to see so many people like really having fun with fashion and it kind of made me realize, okay, wait, I kind of want to step outside of my box here. I got really into going on Pinterest and looking at outfit inspiration. I got really into following people on Instagram who had cool style and I started to kind of break away from the pack of the girls in my school. Not to mention I was emotionally breaking away from them too because I was starting my YouTube channel and I was, you know, starting to consider graduating early from school. And so I kind of was starting to look at the world outside of my high school and I started to look at the fashion out there and start to see, okay, wait, what do I want to copy out there? You know what I mean? And so I started wearing things that people at my school weren't wearing. Now, listen, I wasn't wearing anything super interesting. You know, I I started getting into wearing colorful sweaters and, you know, mom jeans and, you know, Converse that were like maybe a little colorful. Um, Doc Martens, which I hadn't really seen at my school. Actually, that's not necessarily true. There were there were girls wearing Doc Martens at my school. Um, but it wasn't as popular maybe. And, um, I don't really know what my style was when, when I first started my YouTube channel, but I just know that it was like definitely my great awakening for sure. And it was when I started breaking away from school and just started to like, look at the whole world instead of just school. And like, you know, my identity wasn't just at school anymore. I also had a presence on the internet. You know what I'm saying? So I started to look to people I thought were cool on the internet for style and spell rather than the girl who I thought was cool in my math class. And that kind of made my style change a little bit. And I kind of more followed like the urban outfitters aesthetic in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my best way of explaining it. The Brandy Melville urban outfitters vibe. That's kind of what I was going for. Um, I wanted to look a little bit hipster, like a little bit skater, a little bit retro-y, but like not really because I didn't really know what I was doing. But that was my goal. You know, I started to like learn more about fashion from the 70s, 80s, even 50s and 60s. And I started pulling inspo from that, but it wasn't really like literally pulling inspo. Like it was more like, oh, you know, in the 70s, they wore pants like this. I'm going to wear like a very mild version of pants like this. Do you see what I'm saying? Like I wasn't fully buying vintage 70s pants. I was like, oh, well, bell bottoms used to be popular in the 70s. I'm going to wear flare boot cut jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of where my inspo was coming from. I was like, 
wearing more casual versions of all of the things that I thought were cool from, you know, the decades prior. Uh, and a lot of it was looking at other girls on YouTube that I thought were cool. And I was like, what are they wearing? You know, and I saw a lot of girls wearing mom jeans. I was like, I'm buying mom jeans. And so that was kind of the start of my fashion awakening. So basically since I've started my YouTube channel and been on the internet, it kind of was this sort of trajectory. It was like, it started out where I was transitioning from my high school style to like my real world style. And that was me doing a lot of research on the internet, seeing what I liked, seeing what I didn't like and seeing what like people were wearing on the internet rather than in my math class. Then after kind of making that transition, I got bored of that and I was like, okay, I kind of want to just start doing my own thing. Like I've transitioned out of my high school phase. I now kind of have an identity of my own. I'm just going to start wearing what the fuck is fun to me. You know what I mean? So then I just started kind of wearing whatever I wanted and it was not even necessarily extraordinary by any means, but there were definitely moments when I would wear things that like I hadn't seen anyone else wear just because I liked it and it made sense to me. And it was just some sort of thing in my brain where I was like, I don't really know if anybody else likes this. I don't really know if this is trendy. I don't really care. Like this is just what feels right to me. This is what I'm going to wear. And then that's kind of what my mentality became. It was like, okay, I don't care if anybody else is wearing this. I want to wear it because it makes me feel good. And that was great in all. But at the same time, I wasn't really into fashion. It was more like I was still dressing for comfort and dressing to, yes, impress, but like also to be comfortable. Like my main goal was to be comfortable. And I didn't really look at fashion as much more than convenience with a little bit of spice, if that makes sense. But... Ever since I started to get more into clothes and I started getting more into fashion and like kind of, you know, I started watching fashion shows and um, I started to learn more about like trends and like how that works and stuff like that. Listen, I didn't go to college for this. I don't really know that much, but you can learn a lot on the internet. Ever since I've started getting into that stuff, it's just gotten even more fun for me because now I realize that clothing is like a way to dress up. It's a way to express yourself in more than just little ways. Like, I feel like I used to express myself in like little ways. Like I'd wear a quirky pair of sunglasses that I hadn't seen anyone else wear. Or I'd wear, I don't know, like a fucking funky necklace that I didn't see anyone else wear. Or I'd wear like a cool vintage t-shirt that I didn't see anyone else wear. And like, that was the way that I like would express myself. But as I've learned more about fashion, I've realized, no, let's fucking take it to the next level and have even more fucking fun with it. Who cares, right? I always felt like, even though I was wearing, you know, maybe things that I hadn't seen anyone else wear before, they were always very normal. Like they'd never even catch the eye of someone on the street. Like nobody would be like, oh, what the fuck was that? It was always still, like I I still had boundaries in the back of my head when it came to pushing the limits of my own personal style. I still had a lot of boundaries and a lot of the times I wouldn't even wear anything extraordinary. I'd wear simple things because that's what I wanted to wear and that's fine. But when it came to being creative with fashion up until probably this year, I still had this set of boundaries in the back of my head about how far I was like willing to push it in a way. But this year, and especially in quarantine, I realized, why do I have those boundaries? I was already halfway there with my mentality of, I'm going to wear this because it makes me feel good, even if I haven't seen anyone else wear it, or even if it's not on trend, I don't care. My only other thing I needed to do was release the boundaries I had in the back of my head. There's no reason to not push the limits. I'm so sick of people not having an open mind when it comes to fashion. People are so judgmental of other people's fashion sense, especially when they push the boundaries. You look at somebody who wears something crazy and you might think it's ugly because a lot of times extreme fashion is considered ugly 
in 90% of people's eyes. That's kind of common. You know what I mean? If you think about designer fashion, a lot of people are going to think it's ugly and that's totally fine because it's eccentric. It's weird. It's maybe, it's not like normal jeans and a t-shirt that people are used to. Right. So yeah, of course it might be weird to some people, but it's like, why look at it like that? You know what I mean? Fashion can be so fun if you just don't look at it in such a black and white way. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how I started looking at it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to follow what anybody else is doing. I'm not going to follow what anybody else thinks is acceptable. If it makes sense in my brain, I'm just going to do it. No boundaries. And that might be mixing colors that look weird together. That might be mixing patterns that look weird together. That might be wearing a pair of pants that have a weird silhouette. But that also might be wearing the most boring and quote unquote basic outfit on the face of the planet. I don't care anymore. Like, I don't care about what's trendy anymore. I don't care about what's basic. I don't care about what anybody else on the planet has to say about the clothes that I want to wear. I'm going to wear it. If I want to wear something that is so weird that everybody on the street is going to be like, ew, like she looks like shit, like whatever. I don't care. Like that's what I want to start doing because there's something so fun about putting together an outfit that like just makes sense to you in a way. And like some people might get it and some people might not. I like that. I like pairing things together that maybe are a little bit weird that maybe don't make a lot of sense. Like I like that. But I also like the fact, like I like Ugg boots. Like, okay, I don't care that people think Ugg boots are tacky. I wore them with jeans the other week and I kind of liked it. And I don't know why, but I like the way it looked. I like the way it made me feel. So I wore it and I didn't give a fuck. And I'm done giving a fuck. I'm like, you know what? I've always enjoyed just wearing clothes that make me feel good. Why not extend that past society's rules? You know what I mean? Because people are so, you know, they have their brains so in a box about what fashion is supposed to look like. But I just really don't think it needs to be that way. Now, listen, let's look at the other side of the spectrum here. Some people are like, I just want to wear comfy sneakers, comfy jeans, comfy t-shirt, comfy leggings, whatever. And that's what I feel most comfortable in. That's fucking fine too. Like, I don't think that you need to care about clothes either. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all up to you. If you, nobody should give you shit for what you're wearing, period. If you want to wear a crazy, you know, 70s outfit out, you should be allowed to do that. And if you want to wear jeans and a t-shirt out because that's what you feel good in, you should be able to do that. And nobody should fucking have anything to say about it because clothes can be a great way to express yourself. But at the end of the day, it's also just pieces of fabric to keep you warm and to cover your genitalia. Okay. That's it. This episode is brought to you by Adidas. Whether you're a professional athlete or lacing up a pair of sneakers for the first time, everyone feels pressure. Okay. For me, it started when I was a young tween. There were a lot of pressures that I experienced as a cheerleader, not only from coaches, but also from within. You want to be good because you're like, if I'm not, then what am I doing with all this time that I'm dedicating to this thing? The only problem was, even though I did well under the pressure, the pressure still made me miserable and it made me anxious. But it wasn't until I got older that I realized that sports should be where you escape pressure, not feel it. For me now, it's less about perfection and being the best, and it's more about doing what feels good and what makes me happy. With the right mindset, you can beat anything, including pressure. You got this. Visit adidas.com slash you got this to learn more. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because... I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource 
to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. There's two sides of it, I guess. You know what I mean? You can take it as deep as I'm taking it or you cannot take it deep at all. And there's no winning or losing. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Have fun with it. Don't have fun with it. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's so many fashion for some reason feels so rigid. You know what I'm saying? When I just don't feel like it needs to feel that way, it should just be so much more fun. Like if I want to fucking wear like a weird pair of Bermuda shorts, like fuck it, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. It it should be fun. If I want to wear something that's not necessarily trendy right now, who cares? If you want to wear something that's not really trendy right now, who cares? If you want to be so fucking on trend that you look like the exact replica of a Pinterest board, who gives a fuck? That's fun too. There's art and joy in all of it, even if you're just wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Because guess what? That's the art of comfort. That's the art of reliability. You can rely on those jeans and a t-shirt. There's beauty and art in all of it. And I just don't think that it should be so rigid. And so like, this is trendy. This is not. This is ugly. This is not. This is boring. This is not. Who cares anymore? Either like, you know what I'm saying? I just don't get it. I And I also think that you know, clothing are really, clothing can be a part of your identity in a sense, but it also doesn't need to be. And that's always up to you. You know what I mean? So if you're just not into fashion and you just don't care, then that doesn't need to be a part of your identity. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas if you're really into fashion and you want to express yourself that way, then you have the freedom to do that, but it's all up to you and it's all in your hands. And I just think that People should have a more open mind about fashion and understand that like certain people feel comfortable in certain things. Certain people, you know, um, want to experiment and want to push the boundaries and that should all be okay and all should be supported and loved by everybody. I feel like there's so much judgment about fashion online and I just hate it. I also think that there's a lot of pressure sometimes to wear something that nobody's ever seen before. If you're somebody who likes to push the boundaries with fashion, like I like to get myself out of my comfort zone, but sometimes I don't know how to do that. And sometimes I only know how to put on something that's maybe quote unquote trendy because that's like all I can figure out that day. And like, there shouldn't be anything wrong with being trendy or, you know, quote unquote basic. I know I've talked about that. I made a whole episode about that, but like, there's a lot of pressure to push the boundaries. There's a lot of pressure to be different sometimes with fashion, especially on social media. I just don't think that there needs to be so much pressure on everybody to have their style all figured out. And it just doesn't need to be so goddamn rigid. Like the other day, I wore kind of a random outfit. Uh, If you want to go on my Instagram, it's at Emma Chamberlain and you can go find the photo. I'm wearing an outfit where I'm wearing this sparkly pink one strap top and these like random white beach pants. Like they look like pants that like moms would wear to the beach on on a vacation. For some reason, this outfit to me reminded me of Britney Spears. And I just had watched the Britney Spears documentary And I was like, you know what? This outfit really doesn't make sense. I've kind of never seen anyone wear anything like it. And I don't care because it makes sense to me. Was I kind of uncomfortable by it? Yes, because I was like, why does this make sense to me? And why do I like it? But also like it was fun because it reminded me for some reason of Britney Spears. And that's the vibe I wanted to encapsulate. But then, you know, you go to another post on my Instagram that's a few scrolls down and I'm wearing literally just a turtleneck with jeans and Converse, the most basic outfit you can imagine. And like that felt good to me, too. And that's something I'm comfortable in that like wasn't pushing any boundaries for me. But I like both just the same because both of them were fun. You know what I mean? Anyway, rant about that over. Another thing I kind of want to talk about, though, relating to fashion is a a sort of identity crisis I've struggled with throughout my 
elder teen years, um, especially as I started getting into fashion, is like finding my fashion identity in a way. Because I feel like I'm all over the goddamn map. Like some days I'm, you know, super trendy and I just want to do what's on trend. The next day I'm like maybe kind of 90s. Then the day after that, maybe it's kind of 60s. Then the next day it's like a weird combination of like every generation and it doesn't really match any trend or match anything at all. It just makes sense in my brain. Like, you know, it's all over the place. Sometimes I'm wearing like, you know, tacky fucking early 2000s shit and then the next day I'm wearing like a Lacoste sweater with like you know classy ass pants like plaid pants or some shit like I'm all over the place and sometimes I want to wear leather pants with Doc Martens and be like feel like you know a rock star I'm all over the map like I like to do that and that used to bother me because I was like okay but what is my style Because it's so different every day that like, what the fuck even is it? But then I realized, who cares? I think a lot of people feel like they need to stick to one aesthetic. They need to stick to one style. I disagree. I think that that's stupid. Because I appreciate so many different trends, so many different styles, so many different eras of clothes. Why would I just stick to one? And it used to torture me, you know, because I was like, God, I don't even know what my style identity is. But then I realized it doesn't really matter. My style identity is me and what I like to wear. And at the end of the day, you know, clothes are just clothes and it doesn't really matter. And I I gave up on trying to figure out what exactly my style was. And I just decided I'm just going to wear shit that I like. And like, and that's going to be what the style is. It's what I like. That's the style of what I'm wearing. You know what I mean? There doesn't need to be this crazy pressure. And and that's that. I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at with it. And the moral of the story is I just think that having an open mind to style and having an open mind about what other people are wearing, whether it's the most boring or the most crazy I think that's the best way to look at it because I've even gotten inspiration from a fucking businessman walking on the street who I thought maybe was wearing, you know, a cool color combination. Like maybe he was wearing a navy suit with a brown suitcase, right? I was like, wow, I've never seen navy with brown together and I really like that color combination. You can take inspiration from anything. You know what I mean? Just appreciate the world around you. You know what I mean? There's no reason to judge what people are wearing. I've learned that. But listen, I also, don't get me wrong. There's still times when I'm going to hate somebody's outfit. Hell, I hate most people's outfits for myself. But for them, if that's what makes them feel good and that's what makes them feel comfortable, fuck, who am I to judge? You know, if I've never seen anything like it, that doesn't mean it's ugly. It might just mean I just haven't seen it before. I hope something that I said just now made sense. I have no idea. I kind of blacked out. Um, But I don't know. I just think it's food for thought. And I really started thinking about this when I posted an outfit. What day did I post post this outfit on? I posted this outfit on January 20th. So if you want to go on my Instagram and look, um, I posted this outfit and I was wearing this blue button up top with this colorful striped skirt, a pink jacket, and some knee-high black boots. And I fucking loved this outfit because I felt like a goddamn Polly Pocket and I was living for it and I was loving it and I felt like I would be the main character of a futuristic... Okay, I don't know. That's kind of a stretch. I just felt like a character like it felt fun like the outfit felt like I was dressing up and a lot of people were like Emma this outfit is not it and it kind of hurt my feelings at first and I was like damn that sucks like why you know people are judging me right now but then I realized who fucking cares I like this outfit it made me feel cool so why don't I just own it and if people don't like it then that just means that I push the boundaries a little bit 
And so I want to start doing that more, you know? And I mean, obviously, sometimes I'm going to wear a boring ass fucking outfit. Sometimes I'm going to wear sweats for two weeks straight. Sometimes I'm going to be on trend and just do what is trendy and nothing that, you know, we haven't seen before, but I'm maybe going to do it in my own way, whatever. I'm taking the pressure off. I'm just going to have fun with it. Whatever I feel good in is what I'm going to wear, no boundaries, moving forward. And I think that's a really fun way to look at fashion. It's all about you and what you feel good in. And the thing too is, trends are all very subjective. And yes, a lot of trends can be rooted in history for sure. But at the same time, like somebody has to start a trend. Somebody's got to do it. So why not take a risk and see if it catches on? Because that's a lot more fun than holding yourself back, you know? But also that's not to take away from enjoying trends. Enjoying trends is also very much fun. It's about kind of taking yourself out of the box and like just looking outside the box and looking at it in a much more abstract way rather than looking at it with so many rules, you know? And I know it can be really hard to go out of your comfort zone or try new things when, you know, you're going to school and stuff like that because other kids can be ruthless. Um, And I get that, but it's like explore on the weekends. You know what I mean? When you go to the mall on the weekends, that's when you can like try out new things. Maybe if you go on vacation, try out new things, stuff like that. That's kind of what I used to do when I was in school. And like, I was like, I kind of want to try something a little bit different here, but I'm used to wearing my basic, you know, leggings and Ugg boots, but maybe I'll try something a little bit different because I'm on vacation. And that was something that I noticed, you know, looking back, I'm like, okay, I, I did kind of explore things a little bit more on the weekends and when I was on vacation and stuff like that, because I didn't really feel comfortable exploring new clothes in school because I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get judged. You know what I mean? If I'm not dressing like everyone else. So that was tough, but I also kind of deep down wanted to be like everybody else. So it was this inner battle where it was like, I wanted to be like everybody else, but also I think deep down in there somewhere, I must've wanted to explore things because I definitely did that a little bit more on the weekends and when I'd go on vacation, etc. But anyway, that's all I got for today. We're going to answer some questions about fashion. You guys asked me on the Twitter at AG podcast, go follow it if you'd like. And I'm going to answer some questions about fashion. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code Emma. Somebody said, I'm having a hard time getting to know what I actually want to wear versus what I want to wear for other people. So I kind of just talked about this, but I think it's really hard when you're in school or even if you like work somewhere, it's hard because a lot of people tend to emulate what they see their peers doing. It's like human nature. You know what I mean? Um, And it's hard not to do that. And I think the key is to take those weekends, take those vacations and really kind of use those moments to explore what you enjoy wearing that doesn't necessarily fit with your day-to-day environment. You know what I mean? That's a really fun time to explore. Um, once you get older and I, I think you kind of grow out of caring about fitting in maybe, and you're kind of more apt to try new things, 
some people it's not that way but I think for some people it is I don't know it depends I mean I guess it really depends on the person because some people just never care about clothes they go their whole life and they're like this is just my uniform for day-to-day life I don't look at it as anything but you know a necessity and like that's it like somebody like my dad like he he wears like the same thing actually no even better my mom my mom's a great example she doesn't care about fashion really as much she's more wearing clothes because it's because you have to and she just wants to be comfortable and like efficient and I get that but if you're into fashion you'll get more comfortable with exploring things as you get older I think and and when you kind of start to be able to choose who's in your life and stuff like that rather than being forced to be around people at school or you know maybe certain jobs and stuff like that like you kind of choose who you want to surround yourself with and then you feel more comfortable to branch out do you know what I'm saying I don't know if that makes sense but another thing that you can do is do like research like start looking online and like seeing what stuff catches your eye and start making mood boards stuff like that and then see like what are the similarities you know what I mean like what what do I what am I drawn to like oh I'm drawn to really bright colors like I I really like bright colored clothing pieces or wow, it seems like I'm really into stuff from the 80s. And then you can kind of go from there and start buying pieces like that and integrating them into your day-to-day life. And then next thing you know, your style is evolving from what you see your peers wearing to what you see in the world that inspires you, you know? Because it's interesting how style can be so specific to where you live or what city you grew up in and stuff like that. It's like a lot of that determines your style in your younger years. And it starts to get even more fun when you start to look on the internet and look out and see what's out there. Somebody said, how do I find my style without spending loads of money on clothes I might never wear? I always recommend making mood boards. I love Pinterest. I go on Pinterest all the time and I pin stuff from you know, old runway shows or even just from, you know, other people that are on social media today that are dressing cool or, you know, even if I just see like something on Pinterest, like a cool piece that just catches my eye, like whatever I see, I pin if I like it. And then now I have this like great mood board of things that I love that can inspire me. And so I can always go back to that and look at that and have that as a resource. So then when I go shopping, let's say I go thrifting or something like that, I know what I'm looking for. So I'm not just spending a bunch of money on a bunch of random shit that I'm like, I think I might like this. No, I have figured out what I like and don't like using a mood board. And now I know what to look for when I'm shopping rather than just being like, ah, I think this is good. Because when you're in the moment, it's like, whatever. But if you have like a good gauge as to what you like and don't like, when you go to the store, you're going to have your hawk eyes out and you're going to be looking for specific pieces that you've seen before that you like because you now kind of know what you like. You know what I mean? And I would say thrifting is the best option for that. If you don't want to spend loads of money, you can go on Depop. Although Depop can be expensive sometimes too, but thrifting, you know, flea markets, like whatever kind of cool vintage or used clothing resource you can find, find it and, um, and do a lot of digging. It does take some treasure hunting when you're thrifting, but it's worth it. Somebody said, you're only allowed one stable piece for the rest of your life. What do you choose? Okay. I can't just choose one piece because then I would be naked Oh, wait, I guess it's staple piece. Okay, one staple piece for the rest of my life. I would have to say the perfect vintage pair of 501 Levi's, blue jeans, perfect fit, not too tight, not too loose. That's what I'd have to choose because I just think that having a reliable pair of blue jeans is a must-have. And personally, I've always been a Levi gal. I'm obsessed with Levi's. I've been wearing them since, you know, I started getting into jeans because there was a phase where I like hated jeans. Um, But when I really started wearing jeans again, I really was like, okay, Levi's are the ones like I just you can't go wrong. They're the most comfortable. 
they last forever. They're fucking incredible. And I will always love them. And I love vintage ones, but also new ones are great too. Like a good pair of 501s. That's my go-to. They also are just great. Like you can pair them with everything. You can, you know, make them a little bit more edgy with some Doc Martens. You can make them, you know, a little more casual with some Converse or other sneakers. You know, you can wear them with virtually any top. Any top. You can wear them with hoodies. You could wear them with, you know, a leather jacket, like anything. Like there's no limit to what you can wear with a pair of blue Levi's 501s. You just can't go wrong. Somebody said, if you still lived in San Francisco, do you think your clothing style would be different because you're surrounded with different people? You know, this is really interesting to me because I think yes and no. A lot of my style inspiration comes from the internet and comes from the world rather than like where I live. Although I do think that, you know, I would be lying if I said that, you know, LA didn't influence my style. I live in LA. I see people walking around in LA all the time. And I definitely get inspo from that too, because it's natural. I'm seeing them around me in my environment. But I do think that majority of my style comes from just things that I see on the internet that I like. And it could be somebody who lives in London. It could be somebody who lives, lives in Paris, somebody who lives in New York, whatever. And that's where I'm taking my inspo from. Um, I think if I lived in San Francisco, my style might be a little bit different, but I don't think it would be much different because I think that I'm taking my inspiration from the internet rather than my surroundings. Although I am taking it in from my surroundings a little bit. So I think it would be a little bit different. Somebody said, what's a fashion trend that you joined, but you look back and you hate it? Oh, this is tough. You know, I don't really regret any phase that I've had with fashion. My brain immediately goes to how I dressed in, you know, middle school and high school because I just, it was so not creative and it was like so trendy in the most boring way. Like I was wearing skinny jeans and like vans and the most boring tops. But at the same time, like that was what I wanted to wear and that's what I felt good in. And I shouldn't judge myself for that. Um, so I think following like the trend of my high school is something that I immediately think to regret, but I also shouldn't regret it because it was a part of my history. You know what I mean? And it made me who I am today. So fuck it. Somebody said, what's advice you would give to somebody who's struggling to find their style? I would say you just kind of have to try a little bit of everything. And that's what I've done. I'm still doing it. I, I, you know what? It's like, I might buy a pair of leather pants and I might be like, you know what? This isn't it. I might buy, you know, a super cute frilly dress and be like, "Uh, that's not it. It's like, you're constantly going to trial and error. But what's really helped me, as I said earlier, is making a mood board because then you start to figure out like, okay, this is what I like. You know, I tend to lean towards this or I tend to lean towards that. And you can kind of get like a bigger picture of what your style kind of looks like. But it is a lot of trial and error. You know what I mean? Try different trends. Try different vibes and like see what fits and what makes you feel the most confident and what you feel like is the cutest. It's really that, I think. But making mood boards really helps. Okay, next somebody said, what is the piece of clothing you spend the most money on? shoes. That's because I think shoes are the backbone of your closet, right? Because you can really rewear shoes over and over and over again forever. Whereas something like your favorite t-shirt, that's probably going to get a rip in it. You know what I mean? Whereas like shoes you can wear for like years. And I feel like spending money on a good pair of shoes is super worth it. Whereas like you can go to a thrift store and buy an amazing shirt for $5. Whereas finding a good pair of shoes at a thrift store, it's not as easy. You know what I mean? You can build your closet at a thrift store or at a vintage store pretty easily if you just take the time and really dig in there and really treasure hunt. Whereas like I don't, but I don't think that you could find shoes that easily. And I also think having a good staple sneaker or a good staple boot that you can wear every day with all of your other fun clothes, it's just like the backbone of your closet. I also look at it like this. If you 
splurge on shoes a little bit and then you thrift the rest of your outfit. You know what I mean? It all evens out. I'd prefer to spend less money on clothes and more money on shoes because I think that shoes are the backbone. Somebody said, would you say it's important for people to like your outfit? You know, I used to say yes, but I talked about earlier that outfit that I posted on Instagram that people were kind of hating on me for. And that kind of made me realize, you know what? I don't care if people like my outfit. I need to like my outfit. And that's the end of story. If some people don't like it, fuck it. Who cares? It's all about me. Clothes are for me. Clothes are something that are for you. You know what I'm saying? So no, I don't think that it matters if people like your outfit. I don't think it's important. And listen, if you're like, if you, let's say you work at an office and there's a uniform and you're like, okay, you know, you have to wear that. Like, okay, then I guess it is important for your boss to like your outfit. Or let's say you have a school uniform or like a crazy school dress code. Yeah, you might want your teachers or your principal to like your outfit. I get that. That's different. But when it comes to like day-to-day life, fuck it. If you go to the grocery store and everybody's staring, who cares? You feel good. Somebody said, what do you think about the fashion of the 2000s that returned? I think it's so funny because like I was born in 2001. And so what I saw in my early years is now kind of coming back. And it's crazy because this is like the first time I've ever seen something from my lifetime come back because I've only been around for like 20 years, you know, and I'm loving it because it's nostalgic for me. But also like I like the 2000s tacky kind of over the top vibe. Like I think it's there's something fun about it. Like, yeah, it's maybe not elegant, but there's something really fun about it. And it, and I, I enjoy it. I genuinely do. I mean, I just watched the Britney Spears documentary and it totally inspired me to want to, you know, find some more cool early 2000s pieces. I think it's fun. It's like, fuck it, you know? But it is weird that I've seen it in my lifetime now twice. I kind of love that. Somebody said, what's the worst piece of clothing you ever bought? I would say probably Gucci slides. And listen, I bought them because I was like, okay, this is like, I I thought I was going to wear them more than I ended up wearing them. It was definitely not my best money um, decision. But at the same time, I was young and I was like, new to having my own money and I didn't really know like what I was supposed to do with it. So I was like, well, I guess, I guess I could buy these because I kind of like that. I just didn't know what I was doing and it was stupid, but it was a learning lesson. And, you know, it was stupid because I don't even think I really liked them. I think I bought them because the people I was hanging out with at the time thought that they were cool and I was just trying to fit in. But It was stupid because they were just expensive and I just, I don't even think I like them. I think everybody else liked them and it convinced me that I like them, you know? Somebody said, how do you find the balance of comfy and trendy? See, the thing for me is like, I always want to be comfortable. So even if I'm pushing the boundaries with an outfit, I'll I'll still do everything in my power to make it comfortable. Um, For me, like finding the perfect pair of, comfy loose jeans was a huge staple because it makes jeans feel like sweatpants period I you know kind of tend to avoid super tight clothes just because that's uncomfortable for me so you know like I just tend to buy you know maybe looser fitting pants or pants that are a little stretchy and stuff like that because that's what I feel most comfortable in listen if I find an amazing pair of pants that are a little bit uncomfortable I might get them anyway and then just wear them you know to a dinner or something short like but when it comes to -to day-to-day wear it's like finding those pieces that are comfortable for you like I feel really comfortable in a loose baggy pair of jeans and like a cute little crop top of sorts that's what I feel comfortable in like I like that 
and how it feels. So I just make an effort to find, you know, pieces like that that are cool and unique and fashionable and whatever. Um, it, it doesn't, being fashionable doesn't necessarily mean uncomfortable. Like, for example, I love wearing um, skirts nowadays randomly. I started wearing skirts because they're actually really comfortable. Like they're actually comfortable and, you know, you feel like you have, you can move around a little bit as long as you wear shorts under your skirt. Okay. Um, but like, I like that. It makes me feel comfortable. Whereas like wearing a dress, like I don't feel comfortable in dresses. Even if it's the most fashionable dress, I don't really feel comfortable in them. So I just avoid wearing them. You know, it's like finding the balance of what makes you feel good, but also what inspires you. It's like something might inspire you that might not be the most comfortable thing to wear. There's a time and a place for that. But when it comes to -to day-to-day life, it's like, just don't buy tight clothes. I just hate buying tight clothes. That's what I do. If I want to be comfortable but stylish, loose clothes all, all day long. Somebody said, what are two colors that people think wouldn't look good together, but they actually do? I don't think that there's one color combination that I don't like these days because I just realized like why hate a color combo. But I really do love brown and yellow a lot. I love, um, I love pink and brown. I mean, even like green and purple is kind of random, but like I weirdly like it. I mean, like you really can't go wrong. I I, I like every color combination. The only thing I'm not that big into is like pastels, but there also is a time and a place for pastels. So I don't know. I don't know. I think you can't really go wrong. I, I wouldn't. Oh, you know what? If there was one color combo that I don't approve of, it's brown and black together or navy with black. But even that can sometimes work. So I really think that any two colors can go together. Don't hold yourself back. Somebody said, what is something that you've never worn before or would never wear often, but now you wear all the time? Definitely platform shoes. Like growing up, I just platform shoes. I was like, uh, no, like that's fucking weird. Now I'm obsessed. I only wear platform shoes. I wear platform sneakers, platform Doc Martens, platform loafers like whatever platform like I'm in I'm obsessed with them and that's funny because I never thought that I would but look at me now I love me a good platform I like to be tall and powerful and that's that but anyway I'm done I'm gonna go to bed it's like 10 p.m right now um but I decided to have a late night chat with you guys so I hope you enjoyed this episode if you did leave us a little five stars on apple podcasts um, it really helps me out. Also follow us on the Twitter at AG podcast. If you want to participate in the episode, subscribe anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, I love you all so much and I really appreciate you guys coming back every week and have an amazing day an amazing rest of your week. And I'll see you next week. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Talk to you later. Bye.